All right, I know two million gold is a lot of money, but I've got a job for you guys that'll pay that bill faster than you'd imagine. All you have to do is sign a contract agreeing to pay the price for the ship, and it's yours. And then I'll cut you guys in on a percent of the profits of the job that I have for you. Okay, yeah, Tony, that's great. You mind if I talk to the guys? Sure thing, Elvis. I know you like to figure out which latrine everyone is sleeping in before you go somewhere. Great. Uh, guys, listen. We cannot take up Tony on this deal. Yeah, I was going to say, you never accept a cut of the profits. A little accounting and it's all gone. If he's not offering a percent of the gross, we're being taken for a ride. Well, what are we supposed to do? I'm not exactly cut out for service work. The last time I worked at a bar, I kept stealing drinks. I'm with Mason. My dad would say something approving, but he'd say it in a way that implied he wasn't happy. It is the worst thing. I won't even be able to say anything because he's going to make it sound nice. We can't even take a cut of the gross. Suppose that Tony sends us on a job that doesn't turn a profit. Who do you think he's obligated to pay? You guys? And who doesn't have leverage to ask for their pay if they get stiffed? Well, the airship would be collateral. Paul, Magic Tony is the supreme benevolent suggester, or whatever, of Pinball City. I'm pretty sure that means that he'll be the presiding judge in any court case against him. And before I met you guys, I already lost a lawsuit. I am not a good lawyer. My lawyer wasn't a good lawyer either. All around, a lot of people let each other down, and I'm not going down that road again. Okay, my plan is to sleep in a back alley, beg for petty cash, and hope that by pure luck I manage to snag a boss who doesn't want to sign me up for 20 lifetimes of debt. Did you see how sexy and naked the hired guards are here? I bet we can't even afford the oil for our pecs. People are coming to the city to ditch guys like us, Mason. This is where we go to die. My dad knew I'd never Get amount to anything. Yourself, Mom Paul. told him that he was wrong, and that's why Paul. they split up. Paul, you are a desperate armed man with nothing to lose, living in a city where the cost of living is your life, and the price of murder is exactly the same. If you lived in the hills, they'd call you a bandit. And if it comes to it, so help me, they'll call us something like that on posters all over this city. Do you understand? Oh, my mom would never approve of that. She doesn't have to know. My mom would never approve, Elvis. She doesn't have to know. Paul, she's not here. She'll never find out. Personally, I'm down for, like, a little banditry. I mean, stealing is wrong, unless the situation is unfair. And then all this seems pretty unfair to me. Well, I'd like to point out that killing people just to take their belongings is as morally reprehensible as it gets. And I've never really considered doing something like this. But when your back's against the wall, your back's against the wall. Paul, the next time you see your father, you want to tell him that when the city shoved you, you didn't shove back? No. And you want to tell your mom you weren't ready to be out in the big world? And your dad was right all along? I don't want to do that, Lowry. All right, well, we'll mark down murder as a last resort. For now... Tony, we've come to a decision. As a group, we'd like you to take your offer and shove it just as far up your rear end as physically possible. In fact, if you could shove it so far up there that it comes out your throat and then you choke on it, that would be alright. Well, okay. This is the same thing that you said about those muffins that I found in the forest. Actually, it would be even better if you could shove it so hard it falls out of your mouth and then you just pick it up and then shove it back up there a second time. That would be just hard enough. Just that hard would make me happy. I suppose I'll try, but are you sure? This is a really cutting-edge airship, and you know I'm probably going to find another buyer. Tony, you are selling it for two million gold. You could buy a fleet of 400 War Griffin-class ships with that money. You aren't going to sell that ship to a person. You're going to sell it to a nation. A nation that only wants a single warship. And I bet the maintenance costs don't make this any better. Actually, yeah. Can you imagine trying to land that ship? Like, literally anywhere? 
The cost of security alone would be astronomical. Well, that's the amazing thing! He has an onboard demon fused directly to the ship's engine, preventing anyone from boarding without your permission. Tony, that's illegal! No, it isn't. Binding demons is not illegal. Yes, it is. It gives them a permanent physical place to live. It's extremely illegal. There were treaties about well, it. Well, Never mind. What else are you supposed to do with Banish them! Yeah, by binding them to a physical location. No, that's binding. Spirits still do things if they're bound. Banishing is sending them back to the magical ether. That doesn't matter. Have you shoved that thing far enough up your butt? I don't hear you choking. I guess I'll try. For old time's sake. If you guys change your mind, I'll be here trying to shove an entire multi-million gold airship into my butt. Thank you. Guys, come on, let's go. Okay, where are you guys going? I have no idea, but I go there with confidence and purpose. We need shelter, rest, and food. At these prices, generally not gonna happen. How fast can you guys convince an old woman that she should marry you? My record is three days. We don't have time to scam old women, Lowry. Besides, all the women around here are crazy. Trust me. You didn't even know where the docks were. How do you know who's crazy? Everyone in the whole world is crazy! Everything around here costs gold. Maybe people are tossing silver coins in the fountains? I guess we can check. Let's go to the bakery and get some bread. We can eat at the fountains on the way. Okay, you guys find a fountain outside a bakery. You look in, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of silver coins in there. They're using luxury stone for their storm drains and throwing an ordinary man's salary in the water. No sense in letting it go to waste out there. I start scooping up coins. Some of them in the fountain are pretty far in, so uh, you're going to have to roll up your pants and wade in there. Not me. I have a retractable claw up my sleeve. I use it to reach all the coins. What do you mean, like a retractable claw? Like it has an accordion mechanism that lets it stretch out about a half meter and grab things. Normally I use it for sleight of hand, but in this case I'm just going to grab coins with it. Well, in that case, give me a roll. For what? To grab the coins. Okay. Ooh, crit fail. Well, you shoot your claw out into the water, but when it hits the surface, it causes the claw accordion to shear and it breaks. Now you have to wait out in the water if you want to get the pieces back. I was rolling to see if my claw would break. No, just to use it to pick up the wet coins, but, uh, you know, crit fail. Oh my god. Okay, I guess I roll up my pants and walk out in the water to get my broken extendo claw. Pick up all the coins while you're out there. May as well save the Elvis, trip. I don't need... You know what? It's what I was already gonna do, but because you're micromanaging me, now I'm gonna take a fee. You can't take a fee. We have to pool the money to afford literally anything. Well, then I'm taking an extra 15% of whatever we buy. How are you going to do that on housing? I'm going to stretch my legs out on the bed. By exactly 15%? Do you have a ruler? Can we even afford a ruler in this place? We could measure cubits. Yeah, we'll do cubits. What the heck is a cubit? It's the length of your forearm. Whose forearm? Whoever does the measuring. It's an ancient measuring system. It's not standardized. Exactly. We're going to measure out the bed using Paul's forearm, and I get an extra 15% of whatever that number is. Or how about you get nothing, and I give you a wet willy? Do you want to come out here and collect coins yourself? I'll come out there and give you a wet willy. I'm not afraid to get my ankles wet. Well, then come out here. Spaz. All right, you asked for it. I go out in the fountain. Bring it. Now your pants are all wet. Come here. No, get off of Don't me. Don't fight it. Get off. I'll twist your nipples too. A small crowd starts to gather while you guys are fighting. A small kid asks, Mommy, what are those men doing? She covers his eyes and hurries him along. Don't look. Wait, a crowd? There's a crowd? Hey, all of you, explain yourselves. Someone yells, You're the one in the fountain. Another guy says, Dunk his head. No, I mean, how did a crowd accumulate of people rich enough to be here? Each of you would have to be some kind of nobility. Wait a minute, yeah. Hang on. 
Has a tenth of the Fortune 500 list gathered around this fountain? We're tourists. With private airships? We came on a cruise ship. Well, don't slip and fall here. They charge three lifetimes for a band-aid. There's a doctor's office on the cruise ship. Really? How much does it cost to get on the cruise ship? You have to book the tickets in advance. You guys stop being interesting. The crowd starts to thin out. Wait, where are you going? If you let me on the cruise, I'll, I'll put bugs in Lowry's hair. It'll be funny. Get off of me. Seriously, though, I don't understand this town's economy. Did you guys get any money? They found about 75 silver. That is half a month's wages tossed in that fountain. Yeah, but around here, it probably doesn't even afford us food. Let's go see how much it'll cost us to buy a loaf of bread. Tony, I go in the baker's shop. The bell rings as you let yourself in. A man in a chef's hat looks up. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome to Pinball Bakery! I am Chef Breadsticks, famous inventor of breadsticks, and the world's greatest bread chef. How can I help you today? Yeah, I was hoping to get your most affordable bread. How much does one affordable bread cost? Well, uh, I guess you can have a single bread roll for one gold. Uh, of course. Okay, you know what? Why does everything cost at least a gold? The leather armor I'm wearing could save my life, and it costs less than the bread rolls here. What manner of insane runaway inflation is causing this place to operate? <laughs> what nonsense! Have you any idea what my delicious rolls would sell for back in Elvarion? A single gold is doing you a kindness. In fact, I raise the price to two gold. Thanks, Paul. I don't thank me yet. You know what? Why don't you raise the price to 300 gold? Huh? For all the difference it makes, if you're such a good chef, why'd you leave Elvarion to be on an island that sells goods only to barons and landowners? The time and money just to fly out here means you must be making less cash in a day than a second-rate baker back in Elvarion. Huh. Huh. You have no idea what you're questioning. Why, my bread is so light and fluffy, sometimes it just floats away. When he says that, one of the rolls he's trying to sell you floats off the plate. It rises up until it sticks to the ceiling. Oh, oh, hang on. Excuse me. He gets a ladder, unfolds it, climbs up, grabs the roll, and puts it back on the plate. It's okay. The ceiling is very clean. I clean it every day. Look, I don't care if the bread can recite poetry. The ingredients would cost you less in a place where you didn't have to fly it out on I an airship. I, I and if I you sold... I don't import anything. The ingredients are all made here in Pinball City by the finest artisans. You think I can make flying bread without the appropriate level of skill going into all the ingredients? Why? Because everyone here is not just a professional, but an artist. Not that you would know anything about that. I guarantee that whatever they're using to grow crops in Pinball City would cost a thousand times less anywhere else. Which would mean that you'd pay a lot less to have them, which means you'd have actually decent margins in your sales. You could sell ten of those rolls for ten silver each, and you'd make more money that way than selling a single roll for one gold. And that's not even factoring in the cost of rent, which I bet must be extravagant around here. As you're berating this man, a, a woman walks in wearing a set of luxurious furs. Good morning, Baker. I'd like to order a dozen bread rolls. Of course, madame. For you, a mere twenty gold. My, my. We are feeling generous today. She hands him twenty coins and leaves with a sack of bread. You are saying? Okay. You're right. Obviously, you make enough money to hire an entire army by selling a few bread rolls, and I'm the stupid one. Tony, I pull out my warhammer. But I don't see an army here is the thing. So how about you hand over that and everything in the register? Are you sure you want to do this? You're holding enough there in your hand for a man to live on for two years. I bet the register gets me by another ten. 
There's risks and rewards, and this is probably the most no-brainer choice I've ever seen. I'm just gonna walk slowly out of the bakery. No-brainer is right! Fly my Halloween cookies! The chef pulls aside a sheet sitting on top of a basket of cookies with bat wings printed on them. They rise up, then fly directly to you, Paul, swarming all over you at once. What? They're biting you everywhere, crumbs going down your shirt. <laughs> I stumble out of the bakery. Oh my god, get them off of me! You fall on the ground, but just as you think it's all over, gravity overcomes the cookies, and they begin to float away. They still try desperately to get back at you, but they're not strong enough. Do not try that ever again, or I will get the ghost cookies next time. Oh my god, Paul. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm sorry, Elvis. I didn't know he had devil cookies! They were bats! Not that, I meant the robbery. I mean, he had so much money. Each of those cookies must have cost about a gold each, and they flew away! They have so much money! No, no! I mean, why would you give him a chance to retaliate? Are you stupid? What? What do you think a Warhammer is for? Does it look like a book? Do you think everyone's gonna look at it and read a message from it? I mean, yeah. It's, it's it a is big... a killing implement! You kill people with it! If you're gonna mug a guy, you smash his head before he even knows what's going on, okay? Every time you brandish a weapon, it's a game of murder chicken! You don't win every time unless you kill the other guy first every time! Y yeah, but- Jeez, if uh... I had a weapon, I would've killed that chef while you were talking to him! Hey, uh, not to get in the middle, but if casual murder is on the table, I just wanna say, first of all, Reprehensible. Second, totally understandable. We live in a harsh world. Oh, you have no idea. Also, just putting this out there, I actually was the one who killed that guy with the maps, uh, so I was doing this before it was cool. Two, uh, I, that means I'm not a cop. Three, if we try to leave this city according to the rules, they're going to find me because they raised the dead. Right. Okay. You should not have told me that. First rule of murder. Guys. Everybody, deny everything. If anyone asks if you get arrested or anything, lie. Just lie. Make up any lie in the world. If a single true word passes your lips, you have screwed up. Elvis, I think I might be in love with you. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm cool with this. I know I, know I said banditry was on the table, but I meant... I am a retired friend. assassin. Oh. Well... That would explain some of your perspective. Honestly, if I knew you guys were okay with jumping straight to killing for money, I wouldn't have bothered with the fountain. I actually don't know that I'm okay with going straight for killing. Yeah, well, it's a three-to-one vote. Yeah, get on board or we're gonna kill you. Oh, uh, okay. Mason, look at me. Not a single person in this world upholds their promises. We cannot form a trusting bond with anyone. Except, weirdly, your three closest friends, and it's only just three. Okay, the extra guy, who's usually Tony, not trustworthy. I don't know why, but I can only ever trust a maximum of three people at a time. Everyone else always tries to rip me off, steal from me, or use me for some stupid political purpose that's worse for me than doing nothing at all. All of my greatest achievements have come from cheating and killing. Oh man, are you writing my personal biography or what? Okay, so obviously, we can't rob the baker because he's already wise to us. Paul... I am sorry, I did not know. But I bet we could get someone else. And if we mutilate the corpse bad enough, it won't matter if they can raise No, them. okay. No, 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 no. I vote we kill Mason. Look, if, shut up, Lowry. No, I bet he has tons of money. Let's kill him. We can't just kill people because it's easy. We have options. They said we could be Wookiees. I don't want to sell my body. It's demeaning. 
Or all that bread the chef doesn't sell has to go stale eventually. I bet the stuff they throw away is better than the stuff that we pay for at home. I bet we could probably live almost like kings by being homeless in Pinball City. I don't know. It's like stealing. Only, you know, technically legal. Yeah. See? And less risky. I bet there's tons of really valuable garbage around here. Dumpster diving also sounds demeaning. Murder demeans your soul, Larry. You know what else is demeaning? Stealing your family's ancestral weapons and then losing half of them. Well, you know what? If I wind up killing anyone, it's going to be you. You don't have the guts. I didn't know I was the only one here who wasn't a sociopath. I'm not a sociopath. Yeah, and I've never been formally diagnosed. It's just that when life gets you down, sometimes you got to look it in the eye and then threaten it with a hammer. Again, just to be clear, you look life in the eye and then you kill it, Paul. Otherwise, you give it a chance to stab you, or in this case, attack you and humiliate you in the street with flying cookies. I am sure we can find a balance. No, Paul. There is no balance in the world. Anyway, let's just check the trash. I'm sure it's going to be great. You guys are going to say I had a great idea. I'm going to say, don't touch me, Mason. You've been digging through the trash. Magical golden trash from the magical city of gold. My hands will be sticky with golden marmalade from a jar that you could scrape just one more sandwich's worth from. I would... Almost rather be a Wookiee. I bet they get paid good money around here. Yeah, but for real, though. And of course, I bet most professional Wookiees around here also know six languages and have a law degree. Everyone, just shut up and help me root through the trash. You guys look around for a trash can, but you don't see any sitting out in front. Instead, you work your way around an alley. It's dark and in the shade, away from the eyes of everybody else. And there behind the bakery, you see a dumpster. But as you approach, you hear something scratching around inside. There's a loud thump, and the whole dumpster slides about an inch. Mason, killing a man is going to be so much easier than whatever happens next. 